Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Thank you, Father God, for safety in you. In you we live, move, and have our being. You are the only wise God. Honor, power, and dominion belong to you and you alone. You know, every good soldier has specific ways in which he is to dress in order to protect himself from the onslaught of the enemy. We find the same thing true in spiritual warfare. Now, I'm sure that this has no significance if you don't believe you're in a war. However, if you are a Bible student, whether you're just getting started, or whether you've been at it a while, you will notice from Genesis to Revelation, war is a thing in Scripture. That would tell me that war is an issue with our lives. One of the names that the Old Testament uses to describe Father God is he is Jehovah Sabaoth. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. He's a man of war. He's the Lord of hosts. So if one of our Father's names is man of war, it leaves us to thinking that possibly war should be our nature. Well, there are other places where God talks about put on the whole armor, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. The kingdom of God is on a forceful advance. Those are all army terms. So we shouldn't be surprised when we are told to put on the whole armor of God. Let's go to the scripture that talks about it. Because I believe part of the thing, part of our problem is we don't appropriate all that scripture says that we have available for us. Let's see. Ephesians six eleven through 18. It says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, 
against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Sounds like a war to me. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand, withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand there. Righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, which which you will be able to stand, quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always, there we go with that. Prayer again. Prayer is significant, my friend. All prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end, with all perseverance and supplication for all the same. Well, it sounds like to me that part of what we wear indicates that we are in a in a war. First Samuel one three to eleven talks about God as being the Lord of hosts. Hannah cried out to him, God. Lord of hosts, I need a child. Why do you think Hannah had to approach the Lord of war to get the child that she wanted? Could it be that we have an enemy that wars against the birth of any godly seed and wars against the seed bearer. So God is, this is where he says, I am Jehovah Sabor, the Lord of hosts. And he delivered and did what he promised. After Hannah said, God, I recognize that you're a man of war. I need you to war in my behalf so that I can have a child. So what does this armor look like? God is a man of war. We're in a battle. No leader of troops would send their troops out without the proper armor. Ephesians six eleven through 18 talks about that armor. The first thing it says is, to put on the belt of truth. It is the foundational piece of armor that is necessary. If the belt is not secure, then the rest of the armor will not fit. 
everything else a soldier needs is fastened to his belt. So when God says, put on the belt of truth, he's saying, at your very foundation should be the truth of God. How do we know the truth? By studying the word of God. The word of God is God's belt of truth. So my friend, to stand against the enemy, you must know God's truth. The next piece of armor is the breastplate of righteousness. A Roman soldier, when they put on the breastplate of righteousness, when they put on their breastplate, it was covered with a tough hide. It protects the most vital area of the body, the heart. Proverbs 4.23 says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. God has ordained that we guard our heart because he understands that everything must go through the heart or the soul of man. And if our heart is not pure, we are open and suspect to everything. So it's so important that we cover our heart, we protect it from the onslaught of the enemy. For it is here that we often lose the war, or at least a battle, because our heart is open and vulnerable to the attack of our enemy. The next piece of armor that Scripture talks about, you will find in Ephesians 6.15. We are to shod our feet with the preparation of the gospel of We must be sure-footed. There is a scripture that refers to the children of God as a roe or a deer who is so sure-footed that he can leap from mountaintop to mountaintop. So we must be sure-footed. If we lose our footing, if you're doing combat and you have on slippery shoes, or if you have on sandals, slippery shoes may cause you to fall. Sandals will break, cause you to trip, expose your feet. Your feet are at your foundation of your body. I don't know if any of you have ever had shoes on too tight. There is nothing more miserable than hurting feet. Hard to concentrate. 
It is so important that we have on the right shoes for battle because we need to be sure-footed. We need to be able to stand in this evil day and having done all else to stand. Isaiah 41.10 says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God will take care of us so we can walk in peace. The next piece of armor is the shield of faith. We put on the shield of faith according to Ephesians 6.16. In battle, this shield during Bible time was two feet wide and four feet long. It's a huge piece of equipment that's used to guard off the attack of the enemy. Now, you might think, okay, I have a shield of faith, but I'm taller than four foot. Well, some of us are. But the soldier during biblical times got on their knees and hid behind the shield of faith. As warriors, we must hide behind faith. And it's even interesting that they kneeled behind the shield. Kneeling in scripture, the word worship and the word kneeling in scripture are similar, I believe. I'm doing this this particular from memory. But if you can imagine, God tells you to bow down and worship. So we are, our perspective of who God is. We kneel down, we worship, we hide behind faith and truth, faith in the living God. We believe that he is who he says he is. And as we worship him, we come to know him. And the more we know him, the more we worship him. We hide behind faith in God as a precursor to war. The next thing that we hear about in the book of Ephesians is helmet of salvation. A blow to the head is fatal. You may cut off my hands, my feet, but as long as I don't bleed out, I will survive. But often there are blows to the head 
that will completely destroy you. Once when I was a child, I was hit with a brick, and it was right below my temple. Had it been a quarter inch higher, it would have killed me instantly. So a blow to the head is serious. When we think about this in terms of spiritual warfare, what we recognize is our thoughts are important. Wrong thoughts end up causing wrong thinking and wrong living. We must have the helmet of salvation. We must recognize the significance of being born again. For that is, for it is so important that we have faith in the process in order to see it through. If not, we are open to hear things that will move us off our course. Sword of the Spirit, this is the Word of God. Notice the belt represents the Word. The Word holds everything together, but the Word is also the weapon that we use against our enemy. His promises, which are yes and amen helps us realize that no matter what the enemy sins, we already know the truth. When we have faith in God's word, we realize the Bible from Genesis to Revelation is written because he loves us so much and he cares about us. This morning, Let us go to the throne of grace, clad in his armor from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet. And prayer itself is part of the weaponry. And it is not carnal, but is mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So we begin by faith confession, honoring God's name. Then we're just going to pray for a short while today. Prayers that I hope will help you position yourself to receive from God all day long. There's a song that I used to hear in church. All day I've been with Jesus. In order to be able to sing that, it is important to posture ourselves in the morning when we wake up to spend our day in the presence of Almighty God. Jesus, we thank you that you're Lord over our spirit. 
our soul, and our body, according to Philippians 2, 9 through 11. You have made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. 1 Corinthians 1, 30, Philippians 4, 13. Jesus, you are my shepherd. We will not want. Father God, you supply all our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Psalm 23, Philippians 4, 19. We do not fret or worry about anything. We do not have a care. Philippians 4, 6, 1 Peter 5, 6 and 7. We We have the mind of Christ. We hold the thoughts, feelings, and purposes of his heart. 1 Corinthians 2, 16. Notice we're declaring the word of God over us. We're creating that belt of truth that we hang everything on. Thank you, Daddy, for truth. We're also using it against our adversary. For everything he sends at us, we counter it with the word of God. And I'm giving you scripture this morning. I don't always. Because I want to emphasize in our conversation with Daddy God, it's very appropriate to speak to him in his love language, which is the word that he has given us. Lord, we hear the voice of a good shepherd. You are a good shepherd. We hear you. We hear our Father's voice. The voice of a stranger we will not follow. We roll our works upon the Lord. We commit and trust them wholly to him. He will cause our thoughts to become agreeable to his will, and so shall our plans be established and succeed. John 10:27, Proverbs 16:3. Father, we thank you that the word dwells in us richly. And you who have begun a good work in us will continue until the day of Christ. Colossians 3:16, Philippians 1, 6. Heavenly Father, we praise you and we magnify you. We glorify you, Lord. We worship and adore you. It is our heart's desire to live, remain, and to abide in your presence. All day long, Father, we want to spend time with Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that we know your will, that you instruct us in the way that we should go, that you're guiding us with your eye. We thank you for your guidance and your leading concerning your will for our life, your plan, your purpose. We thank you that you lead us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Thank you, Father, that our path is growing brighter and brighter 
until it reaches the full light of day. As I follow you, Lord, I believe my path is becoming clearer. Father, you said if any man lacked wisdom, that he should ask, Lord, we are asking you for wisdom. We're asking you to speak into those situations in our life. Give us clear direction and clear understanding. We thank you that you give to us liberally and do not hold back. We're asking in faith, knowing that if the word says we can, we can and that you are a faithful, loving God that cares about his children. We incline our ear to hear your wisdom and our heart to have understanding so that we may truly receive what you have freely given to us. Lord, we recognize what it is that you've given us You have given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. How great is our God. Greatly to be praised. You are worthy, God. Thank you that you look over our affairs. In the name of Jesus, we receive skill and godly wisdom and instruction. We discern and comprehend the words of understanding and insight. We receive instruction in wise dealing and the discipline of wise thoughtfulness, righteousness, justice, and integrity. We thank you, Father, that your wisdom is our defense. We embrace wisdom for out of wisdom comes favor and beauty and glory. We receive wisdom. The length of days is in her right hand, in her left hand, are riches and honor. Ah, we thank you, Father. Lord, we repent for every way that we have violated your law, for every way that we have gone about doing our own way, taking our health, our finances into our own hands and not giving them back to you so that you can breathe life on them, multiply them on them, and give us wisdom to execute your righteous plan, your will for our lives. So this morning, we decree that as we walk in your path of righteousness, Our steps will not be hindered. 
that they will be clear and open, giving no place to stumble and fall. We hold fast to the instructions of wisdom, and we will not let her go. We guard her, for she is our life. So because of wisdom and the sure-footedness that it brings, we fix our faces like flint on the purposes of God. Father, we recognize we live in a world that's performance-based that everyone is pursuing performance. But God, we pursue purpose with abandon. Father, our meat is to do the will of our Father who sent us and to accomplish that which he has purposed. We thank you this morning, Father God, that because of wisdom, we can look carefully on how we walk. We can live purposefully, worthily, and accurately, not as an unwise, foolish person, but as a wise master builder, sensible, intelligent, making the most of our time here on earth, buying up every opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I thank you for joining us to win Community Prayer Line, 724-444-7444. Caller ID 12201. We're here most days, 630 to 7 or 730. Depending, if you have a prayer request, you can dial into our chat room and let us know what your needs are. Like us on Facebook and message us. We are WIN Women Interconnecting. We are so glad to be able to serve you this morning. I pray for all those that are listening now and for those that will listen later. I pray that every need in your life is met, financial, spiritual, emotional. I pray that the joy of the Lord will be your strength and you will move in strength and power all day long. You are the apple of God's eye. He sees you. I pray that you open up the eyes of your understanding and that you see God. Father, wherever there are blinders, open up their eyes. Bring light and clarity. Step into any area that's chaotic, confused without divine order. 
and bring your revelation. We pray for your children and your children's children. And I'm hearing we often forget to pray for our husbands. Father God, we lift up our spouses, male or female. And we pray, Father, that our men will truly, truly become the leaders of our home. We pray for the women that they will become industrious women of valor as we find in Proverbs 31. Father, we thank you for multiple streams of income. We thank you for the resources that are needed to meet the need of every home today. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father God, for health and strength. Healing is the children's bread, and you sent your word to heal us. By your stripes, we were healed. We're already healed. We thank you, Father, that you have taken our diseases and bore our sickness. We pray for the strength of the Lord and the renewal of our body so that we can do the work that you have assigned to us. We pray for our president. We pray for wisdom for him, that he would know your voice, that he would make right decisions. For all those in government that have rule over us and are making decisions, not for our eternal destiny, but that we would be able to hold meetings publicly without harassment. We thank you, Father, for keeping us, even as we see the escalation of warfare. You have kept us, you will keep us, for you are a man of war. We appreciate you, Daddy God, and we thank you for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we appreciate you. Our ears are attentive to hear your voice. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the blood of Jesus, Daddy that cleanses us, purifies us, and allows us to come before you. We're seated with Jesus in heavenly places. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity to become your sons. Many are called, but few are chosen because they're unwilling to make the work and live through the process. So, Lord, I believe that all those that would listen to the sound of my voice this morning have been handpicked by you for this time and this season may they come into the fullness of who they are. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, have a great day. Again, we're here most mornings. 
You can dial in 724-444-744 using caller ID 12201. You can go in through the chat room. I believe you can hear us through there. Um, Just say when for community call. Be blessed. Have a and don't forget, you're on Facebook, like us, inbox us, and we'll get back with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day. Bye bye. <laughs>